Welcome to The Power of the Pivot, a podcast giving you daily marketing tips and strategies from both myself and scrappy entrepreneurs who have all learned by doing. I'm Susan Salzman, your host, and the truth is building the life and business you want, desire, and deserve in your 50s doesn't have to suck. In these episodes, I will teach you the tips and tricks to managing and maintaining a life and a career you not only adore, but you're proud of. Nothing is off limits here. We talk about loss of identity and how that mentally and physically impacts us, how to relaunch after heartache and menopause, hardship, money, and what it takes to reinvent, reframe, and reimagine a life that once was. I always say the goal is in the vision, the system is in the roadmap, and without your systems in place, it's easy to get stuck, overwhelmed, and paralyzed. And because I don't want that for you, both myself and my guests are sharing personal stories, past failures, and present wisdom in order to amplify the conversation, inspire action, and move the needle. So get ready to dive in. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Power to Pivot podcast. My name is Susan Salzman, and I'm excited to share with you a new episode of Get Your Shit Together. Get Your Shit Together is intended to give you actionable tips and intel in 15 minutes or less so that you can grab a takeaway and then apply it to both your life and business. It's hard to build something new at any age, let alone women like us in our 50s and beyond. And because so much has changed since we started our career post-college, learning how to navigate the digital landscape can be very, very overwhelming. I was watching Jimmy Kimmel the other night, and during his monologue, he shared a montage of newscasters around the country saying, it's March 1st, can you believe it? And I laughed out loud, as I generally do during his monologue, but his clip got me thinking. By the time this episode airs, it will actually be the end of March. This means we're at the end of quarter one already. Now you can hear me saying, it's the end of quarter one. Can you believe it? And actually, I can't. Because I tend to look at things from a quarterly perspective, I took a deep dive into my digital planner to evaluate where I may have moved the needle and where I fell short. Generally, I don't wait until the end of a quarter to do this because I always spend a little bit of time at the end of each week assessing my progress or lack thereof. As humans, it's easier to think about or look at all you didn't get done. And as solopreneurs, it's natural to get in your head and should talk to yourself about all that you didn't do. Well, I'm here to tell you that you will never get it all done. You will never, ever, ever be finished. So instead of looking at all that negative stuff, try looking at the other side. I'm not embarrassed to admit that I often miss the mark in getting to those monthly milestones, thus my quarterly goals which used to defeat me. But because I track my daily, weekly, and monthly progress, I'm better equipped to celebrate those small wins as well as those more significant milestones. And in my opinion, it's truly about the small daily details that will continue to light that fire under your butt and help you continue to grow. The truth is what I'm doing, what you're doing, what you want to do, and what you dream of doing is not an effortless journey. I'm guilty of looking at Instagram or scanning through LinkedIn only to feel less than. You and I both know it's all a bunch of smoke and mirrors, a brag book of some sort, and most of it's embellished. And as educated and intelligent humans, 
We know better, but it's still there. It's part of our culture and it's like a car accident. You just can't look away. So the challenge is, how do you stay focused, align with your truth, stay in your lane and not get distracted so that you can believe in what you're doing and creating in order to get to your destination? And your destination are those end goals. It might be the website you want to update, the course you want to create, the ebook you want to write, the trip you want to plan the garage you want to purge, the photos you want to organize, etc., etc. That list is long. How you get there is a process. And today I'll be sharing some tips on how you can better finish all the many projects and feel like a superhero doing it. But before I do, I want to share an experience I had with feeling defeated. One morning last month, I woke up before the sun came up, as I often do, and just felt disorganized. And defeated. So I grabbed my iced coffee, even though it was 37 degrees outside, which is cold for LA because I always start my day with iced coffee, come rain or shine. And I sat down at my computer. The previous days prior were super busy and I was helping a client with a new strategy for an upcoming launch and it become all consuming. Thus, I was focusing on one thing. So when I sat down at my computer that morning and opened up my digital planner, which is where I track my milestones and my tasks and my goals, I just stared at it. I so badly wanted to cross off my accomplishment for the previous day, but became paralyzed because I had nothing to check off. I sat there for a few minutes, racking my brain, and then I remembered that I actually didn't get any of my stuff done because I'd spent so many hours consumed with buttoning up my client's to-dos for her big launch that involved multiple calls, texts, Google Docs alerts with both her team and mine. And then I suddenly was able to just relax. And I realized that I got a shit ton done. It just wasn't reflective of what was on my personal laundry list that consumed my digital planner. So the point in me telling you the story is that your progress, your accomplishments, and your wins can't always be seen or measured by your never-ending obnoxious to-do list. Those lists are simply there as reminders that you have lots of shit to do. And as we move from quarter one into quarter two, I'm going to help you take that massive list of tasks and prioritize it in a way that will allow you to take baby steps so that you can end each day feeling like a superhero. So grab your cape, wrap it around you, and if you feel like taking notes, grab a pen and paper and let's get into it. All right, tip number one, progress over perfection. Small actionable steps are where it's at. It's not always about completion, although that feels amazing. It's more about action. You all work and process very, very differently. For years, I used only a paper planner, moleskins to be exact, and I still love my moleskin, but I found myself making more lists, duplicating that list, transferring the notes on that list, and it just took up so much time that I knew there had to be a better way. So now I use a digital planner, which I actually developed as stage one of my five-stage framework. I didn't set out to do it. It simply evolved. And now it is also helping my clients get organized and ultimately prioritized. For me, it's the perfect system to not only track what I've accomplished, but it also reminds me where I may have fallen short. 
So find a system that works for you. I have a client that puts her wins on post-it notes above her computer, another who uses a color coding system inside my digital planner, and another who is strictly pen and paper. She prints out the worksheets every Sunday and she plots and plans her week ahead. We've been working together for over a year and she has recorded all of that progress in a three ring binder. And when she gets stuck, it's there to remind her that she is moving forward. Tip number two, out of sight, out of mind. I was recently talking with a client who's new and I think we were in our second or third strategy session. We were discussing her life pillars and somehow our conversation morphed into the clutter in her office. Every day she walks into that office and the piles of folders, the filled up drawers, filing drawers with this one specific project or pillar in her life immediately starts the negative self-talk in her head and it just paralyzes her. So she took me on a virtual tour, she's in Canada, of her office space. I could see the anxiety on her face and hear it in her voice as she was walking me around her room. I suggested she get some boxes big enough to house all those folders or files and just start dumping everything that was visibly holding her back into those vessels. No system, no plan, no rhyme or reason. Get it out of her viewing site and make her office a safe, quiet haven for creating, writing, doing, etc. I asked her to assign some blocks of time to muddle through that mayhem. I told her to start with one box at a time. I didn't care if she took out a pile or one or two or whatever, but to take one folder or one piece of paper out at a time so that she can begin to develop a new system for where all that stuff needs to go. A few days later, I received an email from her telling me that that quote unquote time chunking really helped. She was on her way to being more productive, finding more clarity and focusing on putting this project behind her so that she can begin to attack her new dreams and desires and move forward. Your piles will paralyze you, and sometimes you just need to physically get them out of your sight until you are ready to deal with them. Tip number three, prioritize it. Not everything is important right now. You will always have things you will want to do. I have ideas for my ideas, and as a creative and a visionary, I'm always thinking of more things to create. So that digital planner I mentioned in tip one, I've added a brain dumping section to it. If you are inspired or have an idea for something new, find one specific place to write that down. For me right now, it's that brain dumping sheet because I was putting things on post-it notes and notes. And again, it was like my client in tip number two, where the clutter was clouding my vision. So it's okay to have ideas. That's called creative thinking. But what's not okay is when those ideas distract you from the project or goal that you're currently working on. I have a client who has a physical box on her desk, and every time she has a new idea, she writes it on a post-it note and puts it in that box. And once a week or once a month, she goes through it to see if it's still relevant and a good idea. And if it is, she keeps it in there. And if it's not, she tosses it. And when she's ready to create something new, she goes through that box to see what speaks to her. 
So when you can learn to prioritize your projects, tasks, and to-dos, I promise you will make progress. That's why I like to break things down into quarters, months, weeks, and days. The monthly projects get broken down into micro tasks, and because of that, each day I'm chipping away at the small list that will ultimately reflect what is in my big vision forecast. Number four, your pillars are your friends. One of the most important things you can do is figure out your life pie. One of the tools in my program is about identifying your pillars, your life pie, or the various categories that make up you. Knowing what needs to get done for what area of your life can better help you prioritize your daily and weekly tasks. As women, finding work-life balance isn't easy. I talk to so many of them that are either empty nesting or leaving a multi-year career, possibly getting divorced or leaving a relationship or healing from a traumatic illness. In all those scenarios, they pretty much focused on one role. And when that role gets stripped away, they feel lost. My mission is to help everyone see that they are not just one thing. Actually, they never have been. It's just that it's an unconscious evolution to get stuck in that space. And although this is a bigger conversation, Our mental health plays a big role in this and shifting away from an identity that you have attached yourself to can cause anxiety and self-doubt and weakens your self-esteem. And I'm here to say you can recover, especially when you tap into your pillars and discover that many parts of your life are part of a bigger pie. I had to learn this lesson the hard way. Again, another conversation. So the sooner you can break down your life into mini sections and honor that each of those sections need to be nurtured and loved, you will begin to create the work-life balance that you crave and deserve. Number five, avoid perfectionism. There is no such thing as perfect, but you already know that. Realizing that not being perfect and making mistakes are part of the journey. And if you can use it as a path to awareness and consciousness, I believe it can change the outcome of how you react to things. We are all just doing our best, and oftentimes making mistakes is part of it. I'm constantly reminded of this by my kids. We all, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Those mistakes are the puzzle pieces that do not fit, but keep building that puzzle it will ultimately come together. My point is, don't give up and just keep doing you because when you do, your people will find you and you will find them. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it's the end of quarter one and time is zooming by at a rapid speed and life can oftentimes feel like a pressure cooker. The expectations that you put on yourself can leave your tank empty and I don't want that for you. I want your tank to always be full. And one of the ways that I've been able to maintain that is by being able to see what I've accomplished and how I got there. One thing I realized is that that it's not always about the ending, but more about what you're doing in between. Those small moments or milestones keeps the tank full. They assist you even when you might feel depleted. They are there to remind you that you are doing amazing things even when it feels hard. And this is the place where you build your confidence. Building a business and a life that you envision takes commitment and a personal discipline that's really just about one thing, 
making the decision to do it. So my advice to you is find a system that will help you prioritize both the big and the little stuff that lands on your to-do list. Outline that list in a way that will support you and encourage you to measure your progress. I know your dreams are big and your wish list is long. I also know that you may not always have the confidence to materialize what is possible. That's exactly why I host a free workshop every month called From Scattered to Efficient. It's designed for women like you who are looking to acquire some tools for both personal and professional growth. And more importantly, gain the confidence in believing that you are worthy of what you envision for yourself. In our time together, I will show you how to develop a system to give you a greater percentage in fulfilling not only your dreams, but reaching a work-life balance while doing it. I will also share with you how I use my digital planner to not only help me prioritize, but how it helps me track my progress. Finishing what you start is never easy, but with a proven system, the right tools, and a group of badass, like-minded humans cheering you on, you can pretty much do anything. If you're interested, the link to join is www.susansalsman.com forward slash from scattered to efficient workshop. I'll also put the link in the show notes below. This is free, so you really have nothing to lose except maybe an hour of your time. Well, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this mini pod episode and that you start taking action today and getting your shit together. I'm looking forward to sharing more stuff like this next month. I believe we all learn better together. And if you walk away with some little nugget that inspires action, then I've done my job. I'm here every Thursday, and next week I will be shining the spotlight on my client, Andrea Daniels. She's an entrepreneur and thought leader who helps seniors and their families find solutions for the next stage of their life. If you're part of the sandwich generation and are in the middle of caring for both your parents and your children, you're not going to want to miss it. She offers a few tips on where to start and how to take the overwhelm of that entire process. If you found value in this episode, I would love to hear from you. Leave a comment where you're listening to this or shoot me a DM on Instagram. And always remember, the goal is in the vision. The system is in the roadmap. I'm all about helping women in their 50s rediscover who they are as well as what they want and help them manifest their skills and talents into tangible results. Have a wonderful day and see you next week. Same time, same place. I hope this episode inspired, encouraged, and challenged you to possibly take action, but also know that whatever you might be going through, you're never alone. There truly is no greater joy than connecting with others who may be dealing with some of the same challenges and obstacles as you are. And on the heels of that, what better way to celebrate some of your wins and achievements than with those who are walking right beside you? This podcast and the community that I've been building is all about that women supporting other women to do and be exactly who they were always meant to be. And in my opinion, there's no better experience than community. It builds connection, confidence, and most importantly, trust. If you're seeking community, connection, and rich conversations, just know that there's always an available seat for you at my table. Feel free to reach out. There's lots of ways for us to hang out together. For now, remember, The goal is in the vision. The system is in the roadmap. 
And as always, it would be hugely appreciated if you subscribed, shared, and downloaded this episode. See you next week, same time, same place.